When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You ready for the Super Bowl? Hello, everybody. Grant Napier with you here on Listen Up. We are finally there to Super Bowl weekend. And then Monday will be the most uh, depressing day of the year because we then realize that we don't have any football until August with college and then the NFL again in September. All right, I want your picks. Who do you like and why? And what are you doing for Super Bowl Sunday? Do you like getting together with people? Do you like going to a Super Bowl party? Or do you like just hanging out at home and watching the game? So that's what I want to talk about today, your Super Bowl viewing habits. To me, it depends on who's playing. You know, to me, if the Giants are in the Super Bowl, I'm either at the game or I'm alone with my sons. All right, that's just the way it is. I would never, ever, ever be around a group of people at a Super Bowl party if the Giants were playing. This particular Sunday, I don't really care who wins, although I'm rooting for the Bengals because I like the underdog and I think they're a great story. But I don't need to be alone on Sunday to watch the game. And then as far as, you know, what there is to eat and everything else, you know what? I'm a pretty simple guy. Give me a pizza and I'm fine. Like, I, I don't need all fancy stuff. I really don't. You know, I don't have any problem with going to a party and there's fancy food and everything, but I don't need it. It's it's not a big deal to me. It really it really isn't. Uh, I won't watch the pregame leading up to the Super Bowl. I probably will watch the halftime. I will probably watch the commercials closer than I normally do. And again, I don't even know if I'll watch the halftime. It just depends. But I want to get your thoughts as it relates to Super Bowl Sunday. Who are you picking and why? And again, I want to ask you, what do you do on Super Bowl Sunday? And how important is it that you're either with people at a bar, at a party? And does the present situation, as it still relates to COVID and the Omicron variant, does that factor in to how you are going to spend your Super Bowl Sunday? You know, everybody's going to make their own opinion on that. Everybody has to make their own opinion on that. So, again, you got the Rams. You got the Bengals. For the record, I am picking Cincinnati. I am rooting for Cincinnati. Uh, I like the underdog. I think they're a great story. And, you know, I'm not going to lose sleep if they lose. But you got to root for somebody, right? So, I will root for the Bengals. But I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I I, want to, more than anything, I'd love to see a good game just like everybody else. I'd love to see the game, you know, with five minutes left be tied. I mean, that would be phenomenal. So we've had we've had some phenomenal games. 
and you got to call it the way it is. I mean, the divisional playoffs were, you know, the best arguably in the history of the National Football League. And then, you know, what we saw in the championship games, they were phenomenal. And now will we get that in the Super Bowl? So hit me up, raise your hand. All right, I'll put you up on stage. Uh, what are you going to be doing for the Super Bowl on Sunday? Who do you like? And if you want to talk about the NBA or anything else, we are certainly able uh, to do that. All right, let's get this show rolling on this Friday, Super Bowl Friday, and uh, we get to Alfred. Hello, Al. Welcome to the show. You will kick us off here on this Friday. Grant, come on, man. Get on my Rams bandwagon. <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> hey, you know, as I said, I, it's not a big deal to me. I don't have an interest really one way or the other. When I don't have a rooting interest for a team, I normally pick the underdog. You know, and I, I'll tell you what, if my Rams aren't in the game, that might have a rooting interest because the other team might be either the Niners or the Patriots, and oh, I boy. hate those two teams. So I got to tell you, other than the Rams beating the Titans, my two favorite Super Bowls were your Giants, especially the when they knocked off the undefeated Patriots. Yep. yep. And you know what? My What do you think of this? As a quick thought, I think Brady would give up all his – Super Bowls to have that one because that was like going to be an undefeated season. That had to be painful. What's I don't know if he'd give up. That? I don't know if he'd give up all seven to have that one. Uh, but but you know you're right. That would be something that's never been done before. I mean, when the Dolphins played, you know, it wasn't a, a 16 game season, so it's a big difference uh, in the extra round of playoffs and everything. But yeah, you know what? Uh, that that's an interesting question. I doubt he would. I know it's an interesting question. I don't know if he would give up seven Super Bowls to win one and go undefeated, but, you know, uh, we'll never find out because they're, they're, he's never going to have an opportunity to do that. I just saw, it's just as a thought. I, I'm with you. I, 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 we have a tradition. Now there's, there's Niners, there's Raiders fans, Niners fans, and my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, her family, yep. they're all from Denver. So well, our tradition is whoever's team is in it, has the party, but I'm not having a party because I'm with you. Yes. I, I'm sitting there, and the only real, real diehard fans who I can have semi-intelligent, up-to-date conversation with are my two nephews who are twins and are 32. Yep. And a lot of the fans are they're just – but I can't sit in the room and, and listen to the family. Uh, is Kurt Warner still on the team? You know, I just, I just – it's going to be by myself with my dog and my wife. I said, if you want to be around, she knows I get crazy. So, yeah. and then, and you know, if I had a party, I'd have all the food and I'd have all the drinks, but the only thing missing would be me. Cause I'd be off in my trailer with my dog. If I have to focus on the game. Now that's if it's my team. So if it's not my with team, yeah. then I'm relaxed. I'm not a nutcase. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not, I've gone out to the pubs, you know, to watch games, you know, go to the players pub in Fair Oaks and you can watch if you're in the fantasy leagues like I am. And I'm still looking into your, your venue there. And you, it's the best thing to do is to go out to like the players. It was on Sundays. With my nephews have breakfast and all the games are on. So if you love uh, to get in, in the fantasy, it's, it's like, yeah, you're watching all the games at once. You turn around and there's that game and this game. So I'm not, COVID, you know, that would never deter me from, from it hasn't deterred me for the last yeah, no, two me years. Either. But, you know, it I, does I, I got, some people. Yeah. I got vaccinated. I got a booster. We went to, we went to Puerto Rico Fire Arc to the last, this past November with my family. You know, we're, we're cautious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hide in my house. 
on COVID. I'll be respectful. I'll wear my sure. mask. And I'm, I'll am tell you, I, I, I'm so tired of the hypocrisy because you've spoken to this. I mean, there's no consistency with the whole COVID thing. No. I mean, you're at a stadium with 75,000 people. You were down in Alabama last year and you're looking yep. around. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a, I, exactly right. I was at a, at a game with 100,000 people and not one person had a mask on and not anyone that was in our entire group of 45 people for hours before the game or after the game. No one contracted COVID after that. But listen, we'd be naive to think that there's it doesn't spread. And, you know, listen, everyone has to make their own decision. Hey, I wish you good luck on Sunday. And I hope that when you and I chat on this show on Monday, uh, I'd be fine if you're happy. Uh, again, I don't really have a rooting interest. I'm only picking Cincinnati because they're the underdog. Yeah, they're a great story. I, I'm kidding with you. I know, I know yeah. you're, 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 you're picked in, you know, in that, you know, I, I just have a, I have a diehard interest. It's almost obsessive, but you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, I'm always listening sure. and I'm still looking in your venue, in your venture. With, super uh, draft. It, yeah. You're talking about yeah, super draft. I'm going to yeah. do my, I'm going to pick all of my uh, players tomorrow. I'm going to do the free play uh, and then, you know, follow it on uh, Sunday. So yeah, you know what? I'm glad that you're looking into it and uh, I've had a lot of fun doing it. And I, I'll tell you, I think it's a really good, really good uh, app yeah. for people. So, Hey, listen, I really hope you have a fabulous weekend. Enjoy the game. Okay. Good luck. All right, pal. Thanks for taking the call, and have a good day. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Hey, if you want to come on the program, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand, and we'll do it. There is no way in the world I could be around anyone uh, when I'm watching the Giants in a Super Bowl if I'm not at the game. There's only two people that I would be around, my son Trent and my son Chase. And, you know, my wife was fine. You know, she understands. She gets it. I would have no problem with that. But that, that that's it. Nobody else. I don't want any interruptions. Uh, I want just complete control of the environment. I guess that's the, the word. I want control. I want control of the environment if I'm watching the Giants uh, in the Super Bowl. And I've been blessed to do that four times. Twice I was at the game, once in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl and once at Indianapolis. And, you know, as great as it was being at the first Super Bowl, when the Giants beat the Broncos 39-20, to 20, and that was probably the most ultimate, incredible, uh, dreamlike, I, I really can't even today put it into words, what that was like. But as great as that was, there was nothing like being at the Super Bowl with my two sons when the Giants beat the Patriots in Indianapolis. And I, I, I'll share this story with you. I had a game in Sacramento on Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl, and the Kings were playing the Warriors. And our flight left at 12.20 in the morning out of San Francisco through Dallas into Indianapolis. It's the only flight we could get on. So I had arranged to have my intern at the radio station take my car and drive us to San Francisco because my boys on Monday morning were flying back to Sacramento to go to school. And I had a game in New Orleans on Monday night. So I wasn't coming home either. So I paid my intern. I think I gave him $100. And wouldn't you know it, the game against the Warriors 
that Saturday night went to overtime. And I am stressing the hell out, okay? I am stressing out big time. So it's the Kings and the Warriors, which means that every single seat at Arco Arena is full, standing room only crowd, no one's leaving early because the game went to overtime. And the game did not end until 10 o'clock. And then I've got to do the post game. And I ran like a bat out of hell with my kids and John, my intern, to the car. And I know how to get out of the arena parking lot. And I was able to, you know, drive like a crazy New Yorker, get out of there. Make a long story short, we get to SFO at American Airlines. The terminal is empty, but we still have to go through security, run down to the gate. And I kid you not, we were the last three passengers to get on the plane and I am not exaggerating, as soon as we got on the plane, they closed the door. And then we had like an hour and a half layover in Dallas. I told my kids to sleep on the chairs. They did, got a nap. We got to Indianapolis. It was a sparkling, beautiful day. There was not a cloud on the sky. It was mild for that time of the year. And we had the most amazing time. Uh, my radio producer, was working for NBC, let us use her hotel room to shower because we were just a mess, change into our Giants gear. And I remember we walked into the Lucas Oil Stadium. We were like one of the, I told Mike boys, I go, we walked around, we were there for a couple of hours and we had the best time. But I said, let's take in the whole thing. And we walked into Lucas Oil Stadium. We were like one of the first people to get into the stadium. And we sat there for, I think, three hours, just watching everything until the game started and then you know the game really went down to the last play that was uh the mario manningham catch that was spectacular on the uh sideline from eli manning and the uh, giants then uh got lucky i thought on a hail mary which gronkowski almost caught but the giants held on and then we hung out in indianapolis celebrating outside the stadium for about two hours then we got into the rental car. We drove three hours to Chicago, found a hotel. We got to the hotel, I want to say mm, two-ish in the morning. And we had to get up at like 5, 530. Uh, we were all flying out of the same airport, Chicago Midway. And again, the hotel I got was close to the airport. And I put my boys on the flight to Sacramento first, and then about a half hour later, my flight was leaving to uh, go to New Orleans. That was a whirlwind trip, and we almost did not make the flight out of San Francisco. So you want to talk about somebody that was stressed out? Like, you would not have wanted to been with me in the car driving from Sacramento to San Francisco on that Saturday night. But we, we it was, you know, again, memories. You know, we always talk about memories and sports memories with family members or you know whatever friends whatever the case may be for me it was always you know with my dad and my brother going to yankee stadium to watch the giants play when you know i started going when i was three years old and we would go every week we were either at the jets or the giants game every week i went to an nfl game literally every single sunday growing up and my dad would put my brother and i into sunday school at the community church of new york in manhattan 
And I'll always remember this on game day. You know, he would always come and get us out early. And we were so happy. Yeah, we get to leave Sunday school early. And we would run to the subway station, get on the subway to the Bronx. And literally, I mean, my dad was like clockwork. We would literally be walking into Yankee Stadium. Our seats were in the bleachers. Honestly, almost as the national anthem was starting. I don't know how my dad did it, but almost every single time we went to the Giants game, we would walk in from church, and I'm not kidding you. We'd get to our seat, national anthem, Robert Merrill with the national anthem. The Giants would be introduced, you know, and boom, there we go. Game starts. That was my childhood. But to be at the Super Bowl with my two boys, you know, it, it doesn't really get any better than that. And the, and the fact that the Giants won and beat New England, and it just, you know, again, it doesn't get any better than that. So I'd love to hear your memories. If you were at a Super Bowl, if you have any Super Bowl memories, or, uh, again, what are you doing this week for Super Bowl Sunday? And what are do you have a routine? Do you have a routine? All right, let's get to some more phone calls right here, and we get to Jay. Hey, Jay, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Grant, love the stories. Thank you. Yeah, so the, uh, the, I, I'm like you. I don't have a rooting interest in the, in the game this week, but but I'm certainly interested in it. Um, um, I've kind of become a, a Joe Burrow fan, you know, just over the course of the season. Um, love seeing seeing his success. And so, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to be like you. I'm going to root for Cincinnati, and I think I'll take, I'll take the spread on that. The over is kind of a toss-up. I think that certainly – uh, if, a, if, a, if there's a defensive score, that puts the over into play. But I, I could see this being somewhat of a 24-21, type game. Um, but but at the same time, it, you know, if if we're sitting here chatting uh, next week and it was 35 to 31, it wouldn't surprise me. <clears throat> so it's that that that, over, that over's a little bit tougher. It, it, but, what, um, it, what is that number right now? Is it 47 and a half? It was 48 and a half, 40, right? What is the I, over I under right now? Do you know? Okay, 48. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it's 48. Yeah. Okay. Um, at least on one of the sides. It might vary by sure, a little bit. Sure. So 48, 48 and a half right now is yep. what it looks like it is. Okay. Um, and, and it looks like the spread's four, and I think the other day it was four and a half, but it might, yes. it might depend on what you're looking at. Yep. But, um, you know, Higby might be a difference maker uh, for the Rams. You know, if, if, if he's not able to go, I think that I think that limits the Rams' offense a little bit. I agree with you. I think that he's he's a real key uh, on that football team. He makes big plays. Uh, he's very important to that offense. So I, I agree with you there. I think you're spot on with that. Yeah, and Acres, you know, Acres can't seem to make it through a full game without getting hurt. If he if yep. he if he stays healthy, you know, Acres and Michelle that that could make it that could wear down that that Cincinnati line a little bit. And then it kind of comes down to what you've been saying. We talked about a week or so ago is. Um, you know, how well can Cincinnati control the, that Rams defensive line and let Burrow do his thing? The, that, that might that might be a difference maker. And, um, of course, the Cincinnati kicker. I think that they, those, are the, well, those are the keys. Yeah, McPherson's been unbelievable kicking the ball. Uh, uh, I would agree with you. You know, the Bengals' offensive line, they did a really, really good job against Kansas City. Kansas City's front seven's not as good as the Rams' front seven, but I thought after the Bengals' offensive line gave up nine sacks the week before against Tennessee, you know, to go into Kansas City and block and pass block as well as they did, that 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 really impressed me. Uh, that really impressed me. Yep, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, and – uh, Alfred, if you're still listening, grab, jump onto that super drafts. You get there's a two thousand dollar free payout, you know, for the folks that um, are picking picking players for the for the game this weekend. Yep. So, yeah, jump on there. I'll get that, buddy. 
All yeah, right, I'm gonna do. I'm game. gonna do that tomorrow. Actually, I'm gonna. Uh, I I saw that too, and I'm like, that's too good to pass up. Exactly. All right, Grant. Thanks. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, you know, for what we're talking about, just go to grant.winthistime.com, and then I'll give you all the information you need if you're interested on Superdraft. Okay, it's it's unbelievable. I'm having a great time with it, and it's a chance for you to make money as well. All right. I mean, it really is. You can increase your income and it's I, I'm not a person to sell you on something if I don't believe in it. I'm, that's not how I operate. So check it out. Grant.windistime.com. And then I'll get a notification and then I'll contact you, answer any questions you have, and then give you the other link, uh, which, you know, you can check out as well. All right. I'll give it to you right now, actually. It's Super Draft Pro dot com super draft pro dot com slash g napier all right but go to grant dot win this time dot com and then after that you can go to super draft pro dot com slash g napier n-a-p-e-a-r all right so give me your thoughts on this game jay just gave us uh, his thoughts the key and i had sean salisbury on my podcast today when you think about the keys to this game, the Bengals offensive line, I think, is the biggest key. That's number one. I think the Bengals defense is a lot better than a lot of people give them credit for because it's Burrow this, Burrow that, Chase, Chase, Chase. That defense is really good. I mean, you think of what they did against the Raiders offense. Look at what they did shutting down Henry with Tennessee. And look at what they did in the second half against Kansas City. They basically shut down the Kansas City Chiefs on their home field in that second half so and in overtime i think that bengals defense is much better uh than people are giving it credit for so again uh hit me up hit your hand icon and i'll put you up on stage i'd love to know what you're doing on super bowl sunday uh your pick and uh anything else would you go under or over in this game you know i would think if the bengals win this game i think it's probably an under game I think if the Rams win this game, it's probably an over game. That, that's the way I would see that. Uh, the weather is going to be really warm in Southern California. I understand that there's a roof, and but I'm not, I, I don't know enough about SoFi and how they control the environment inside with the open corners and the end zones and everything else. I'm not really sure how that's going to factor into the game uh, coming up on uh, Sunday. So give me your thoughts, all right? Hit your hand icon. Let me know. Super Bowl Sunday, who do you like and what are you doing on Sunday? You know, I think if you're like Alfred, if you're like Al and you're a fan of the Rams or the Bengals, you probably just want to be in an enclosed environment, no party. I mean, that's the way I am. I'm not going to speak for everyone else, but I can't. There is no way in the world I could go to a Super Bowl party if the Giants were playing in it. I don't care if they're all Giants fans. I still couldn't do it. Can't do it. I got to be able to watch the game and listen to the game and hear what's going on. Really do. And speaking of hearing what's going on, what about Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels? You know, will this be their last game they do on NBC? A lot of people think this is uh, Al's swan song on NBC. His contract's up. And he might even go to Thursday Night Football with the Amazon package or ESPN with Mike Tirico moving into his seat. We'll see. But Al Michaels still has options, still as good as there is. I mean, the guy is 
top, top shelf. So maybe his last game on uh, NBC. And what a way to go out with the Super Bowl for uh, the great Al Michaels. What a broadcasting career he's had, huh? Going back to the Miracle on Ice at Lake Placid in 1980. Amazing. Let's get to Nico. Hello, Nico. What's going on, Grant? How we doing on Friday, man? Everything is fabulous. How are you? That's right. That's right. I'm just getting off work, man. We got blue skies. Nice and sunny out here up in Sacramento, man. Can't complain. Can't complain, Beautiful. man. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so I just want to touch on a couple things. I got two parts for you, man. So uh, for the Super Bowl routine, man. So I'm one of the February birthday babies, man. Okay. And uh, uh, funny enough, a couple years back, uh, when the San Francisco, I'm a Niner fan. I'm a big Niner fan. When we played uh, the Chiefs a couple years ago, yep. Uh, my birthday was. It's on the first, February first. Actually, it just passed. And so we celebrated. You know, me. You know, the wife, the fam. We had you know ourselves a good little time. And then uh, you know, obviously Sunday was the big day. So um, <laughs> I'm 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 pretty similar to you, man. Uh, when it comes down to my team specifically, big crunch games, playoff games, I I I. I I like to uh, keep, you know, my surroundings very limited as well, man. I get I get a little too over, overworked up, for, you know, during the games, man. I like I like a little bit of peace of mind as far as the outside noise, if you will, you know, sure. when the game's on and stuff. So I'm I'm right there with you on that. That and that uh, was a, that know. was a painful game, boy. I mean, with 10 minutes oh, left in the fourth quarter, it looked like oh. there's no way the Niners were going to lose that game. Oh my God, man! I thought. I mean, how how much of a better way to end a birthday weekend than oh. you know to you yeah. know, I mean, I thought that would have been a cherry on top. But, you know, it can't win them all. So, I mean, <laughs> that one will sting for a while. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, it's still a good memory. Had good times with the family. I always, you know, it's always uh, it's always good, good times. But my picks for the weekend, man, uh, for the Rams and the Bengals. So, this is my thought process, thought process on it. I mean, I, I may come off bias. Obviously, I'm a Niner fan. The Rams got us that last, you know, that last game for the NFC Championship. Truth be said, though, man, I think the Bengals are, um, you know, a little underrated in the big scheme of things. Now, I know they're in the Super Bowl. They shouldn't be. But I think, uh, generally speaking, the star power that L.A. has, you know, all the, the hype, you know, the publicity that's kind of going behind, you know, L.A., Stafford, the whole story, the you know, storyline, et cetera. I think they're definitely getting a lot more spotlight. I mean, they – Well, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. You said yeah. that they shouldn't be. Why do you say Cincinnati shouldn't be in the Super Bowl? I don't understand that. Well, I mean that they shouldn't be as underrated as, in my opinion. Oh, oh, oh I, feel I that see. They, they, okay. They may be. You I got gotcha. you. That they may be. As far as like a, glo- uh, a, a national perspective. I understand. You know? Okay, fair enough. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that, that's my, my, my opinion, at least. You know, I may be yep. wrong, but I feel, but they're, you know, they're, their final record wasn't outstanding. I mean, they lost, you know, they lost some games they could have won during the year. But, I mean, at the end of the day, man, they're there, you know, and they, they earned it. You know, they earned it. They fought for it. And, I mean, they're, they're a bright young team, man. I got a lot, a lot of respect for Burrow and that Jamar Chase duo. I mean, I watched them in college a little bit in Louisiana. I mean, those guys. Oh, boy. I mean, dude, I, I think they are just – they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in, in the near future, man. No those question. two together is un, unbelievable. They're, they're a force to be reckoned with right now, and uh, boring injury, <laughs> they're going to be that way for many years to come. They're going to be the best like, passing combination, I think, oh, in the NFL for many years to come. I agree. My brother's a Steeler fan, and I give him a hard time all the time. I said, man, you guys got some serious trouble in yep. NFC North, man, because yep. the Bengals are serious. They're for reals now. You know, so uh, but as far as my pick, man, I think 
I, I, I'm with you. I like the underdog story. I think the Bayos are a great story overall. I'm a big fan, like I said, of Burrow and Chase. My thing is, I think these are two big things in my opinion. I've always said this as far as the way I look at football, man. I think the game's going to be one of these two things. We all know that the two teams together, you know, offensively are juggernauts. They can both put up points quick yes. in a blink of an eye. We all know that. So my thing is, it's going to be one on third downs and it's going to be one on turnovers. Because I feel like third downs, you know, if you can convert on third downs, you can keep a drive alive enough to at least give your, chance, your team a chance to get three points. You, know, you don't have to always get in the end zone, but if you can get three points out of a drive, that's still a productive drive. You know what I mean? And then, you know, who's, whose defense is going to come up with the big play? Who's going to get a pick? Who's going to get that, that sack fumble? Who's going to get, yep. you know, uh, uh, a sack on a third and short, you know, or a third and mid, you know, mid, you know? So whoever's defense, I mean, again, I think the, the star power on the Rams side, I mean, Aaron Donald, he's hungry. I think that guy's going to – he's coming to play. Ramsey, I mean, you know, they got some names out there, Von Miller. Yep. But I mean, when it's all said and done, that's why we play the game, man. You know, you gotta you gotta go out there and do it. You know what I mean? Nico, so, I appreciate you. it, man. You have a good time. Enjoy the weekend. Belated happy birthday, and uh, we appreciate the support. All right, brother. You too, man. Take care, man. All right, good stuff right there. If you want to be next, raise your hand. Uh, obviously, turnovers are the key in most football games. It will be no different on Sunday. And Sean Salisbury and I were talking about this on my podcast. This is a game where I would defer. You know, if I win the coin toss, I'm going to go on defense first in this game. You know, let let the players settle down. You know, I'd put the pressure on the offense early in the game, see if my defense, you know, with the flow of the game, get a stop. And when I get the ball, I've got decent field position. Sean agreed. That's what he said. Uh, and I'm right with them on that. I, the, generally speaking, if I'm the road team and I win the coin toss, if I have a great defense, I'm deferring. But if I don't, I want the ball. I don't want to take a chance of the home team getting the kickoff, going down and scoring, and getting the crowd into a frenzy. So I've always looked at it that way. But uh, this week, if I win the coin toss, I'm deferring, and I'm going to start off on defense. All right, give me your thoughts. Who do you like? Uh, this game, is it going to be close? If it's not close... I see the Rams blowing out the Bengals. Like, I would be very surprised, very surprised if the Bengals win this game in a blowout. Uh, that I don't see that. I could see the Rams getting hot and putting up a lot of points if they get on a roll. I'm not so sure I would look at Cincinnati in that same vein. I think the, the I think this is a close game. I don't think there's a lot of separation. Uh, between these two teams. Again, I think the Bengals' defense is much better than people give it credit for. And Joe Burrow is the real freaking deal. Nothing rattles Joe Burrow. You think Joe Burrow's going to be nervous? No. He might have butterflies, but he's not going to be, there's going to be no fear in him. I mean, he's made for this. I mean, he is. You can just tell. You know, you look at what he did in the championship game at LSU. You look at how he's played in the first three playoff games. I don't think this is going to phase Joe Burrow. I, I really don't. Uh, I don't think it's going to phase him uh, at all. So what do you think? And how are you spending Super Sunday? What are you doing? If you're a fan of one of these teams, you know, I was reading something online today that the Bengals fans are not showing up to this game. I think Darren Revell, a business reporter, put out that it's one of the worst showings 
in the history of the Super Bowl from Bengals fans. How about that, huh? You, 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 you wait decades and decades, you know, the Super But I also yesterday was telling you the price of the tickets and everything. First of all, you know, if I'm Cincinnati and I have the financial we, the, the means, I'm getting the hell out of the cold. I'm getting out of Cincinnati, and I'm hanging out in the 80, 80 to 5 degree weather for a weekend. I can promise you that right now. No doubt about it. But, you know, again, you got to have the coin. It's very expensive. Very expensive. By the time you get the airfare, get the tickets, lodging, you know, it's a very, very expensive weekend. Probably costing you ten grand to go to the game. Seriously. So, I mean, I get it. I, I understand. You know, it's not the easiest proposition in the world. But I'm, I was a little surprised to read that. And who knows? There might not even be Rams fans at the game, for all I know. I mean, really. I'm not, you know, who? It, 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 it could be the quietest Super Bowl in, in, in history. Seriously. I don't even know what to think anymore when it comes to the Rams fans and what we saw in the NFC Championship game with the place being, you know, 50% 49er fans. So I don't even know what to think. I honestly don't know what to think. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hand icon, uh, hit that. I'll put you up on stage, and we can talk about it. Give me your thoughts, your pick, which way you're going, and how are you spending uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And if you've been to a Super Bowl, what was that experience like for you? There's really – you know, going to a Super Bowl, there's it, – it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it really is unbelievable. Like, you know you're going to, you know, the biggest sporting event that this country has annually – and it is a production. I mean, the whole thing is a production. Being involved, you know, as a fan at the halftime show. I remember going to the Super Bowl in, you know, January 25th, 1987. There was a seat cushion on every single seat with a different color. And there were instructions on what to do at halftime to be part of the fan involvement at the halftime. And it was the same thing. When we were in Indianapolis, it wasn't a seat cushion. I think it was a light for a halftime or something like that. I can't even – you know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. It was a bracelet. That's what it was. It was a bracelet that was automated. So you couldn't – you know, it, it would be done for you. But I, that's what it was. It was a bracelet. So, I mean, all those things are neat. But just being at the game and seeing the buildup and the fans that are at the game – like being in Indianapolis and going with the, you know, their Patriots jerseys, the Giants jerseys, the just the, you know, everybody was friendly. There was no hostility. That's another thing I really like about the Super Bowl. You know, you don't have a bunch of idiots at the game. And by that, I mean, everyone's having a good time. But, you know, no one, it, 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 the environment is a friendly environment because everybody's just so darn happy to be there. And they understand that it is such a special moment. And it's you're, you're blessed and lucky to be at the Super Bowl. So, you know, if somebody in the row in front of you is wearing a jersey of the other team, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not like you're – it's just everyone's getting along. That, that's been my experience at the Super Bowl in 87 and then the one in Indianapolis some 10 years ago. It, it was great. And, you know, the other playoff game I was at on the road, I took my boys in 2007 – to Dallas, that was at the old Texas Stadium, and the Giants were a wild card, 
and they beat the Cowboys. If you remember, that was the game that Jerry Jones put tickets for the championship game on each player's seat before the game. And uh, the Giants went in there and spanked them. And I got to tell you, to this day, and we had we had Giants jerseys on. The, the Cowboys fans in the parking lot could not have been nicer to us. The fans in Dallas could not have been nicer to us. Leaving the stadium, there were no issues after the Giants won. The Dallas fans were classy with a capital C. They're as classy as you could have. That's the one thing I'll always say. The fans at that game were classy. No one was giving us a hard time. No one made us feel uncomfortable. You know, even in the parking lot, we got invited. We got to the game, you know, same deal, took a red eye because I had a game the night before. Flew all night. What I mean flew all night. We landed in Dallas at like, I don't know, 6 in the morning. And, you know, got to the game hours, hours before it started. Hung out in a parking lot. And we got invited to this huge tailgate party by a Cowboys fan. And the guy comes up to us and goes, hey, what are you guys doing? Where are you from? And he said, well, listen, you know, I see you over here. I've got my boys over here. We've got a lot of Giants fans. You're more than welcome to come and join us. And literally, a Cowboys fan invited us to go to their tailgate. You know, they had all these tables with all the food, and there were Giants fans and their Cowboys fans. Like, I'm just going to be honest. You don't see that in New York, all right? I'm going to tell you right now, all right, you're not going to see Giants fans go up to Cowboys fans at the parking lot at the Meadowlands and invite them to go to the, uh, their tailgate party. I'm just call- just telling you the way it is. I mean, I'm being as honest as I can. That was a phenomenal experience that me and my two boys had for that game. Phenomenal experience. And, I, and again, the fans made it just uh, made it that way. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget how classy uh, the Dallas fans were for that particular uh, game. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, and I would be happy uh, to take your phone call on this Friday. What a wild week it has been right here on Listen Up. We've had some great shows. Really appreciate you train e-train you were on for a minute now i lost you so hit your microphone again e-train i know you're there there you go what's there. up buddy how are you sorry about that well e-train there you go go ahead hey sorry about that i think it's going to be a close game and i'm going with uh cincinnati i just see the rams are going to make a couple key mistakes that are going to cost them the game Okay, so what do you think? You give me just throw out a score for the heck of it. I think it's definitely below thirty on either side. I think it's it's uh, a touchdown or less is going to be the difference okay. in the game. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. You have a good weekend, okay? Hey, I want to tell you a quick yeah. story about the worst Super Bowl party I ever went to. Yeah. About yeah. <laughs> so about twenty years ago, my girlfriend wants me to go to a coworker Super Bowl party, and I'd never been there before. We show up and there's about 15 people there uh, and a 36-inch TV. And I oh got to tell gosh. you, if if you have a 36-inch TV, you shouldn't be hosting Super Bowl parties. And uh, I was so mad the whole game. And as soon as we got home, I had to watch the game all over again on my 53-inch yeah. TV and uh, never went to that party again for sure. Good point. You know what? I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about, and you're 100% spot on. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You have a good weekend. Thanks, Grant.
Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, we move along. We get to uh, some more phone calls right here on this Friday edition of Listen App. And uh, we are going to check in now with uh, Jeff. Jeff, uh, hit your microphone. There you go. What's up, Jeff? You're on with Grant. Hey, Grant, I, uh, a few quick comments for you. So on that $6,000 ticket, just what kind of person is going to actually spend $6,000 on a ticket that's a fan of the, the team that they want to watch when they can go spend that $6,000 on the biggest TV that you could ever actually buy and go sit in your Warren company home and watch the, the game from there? Listen, I'm, no I'm with you. Listen, I, I don't know about a ticket being $6,000. I, I don't know where you got this $6,000, but it's expensive. I would say this. Okay, if it's the Super Bowl and my team is playing and if if I had expendable income, if I was very well off, I would do it. But that's the only way I would do it, because I will tell you, there is nothing like being at the Super Bowl when your team is playing. It is an, it's exhilarating. It is an unbelievable thrill. And it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience. And yet I've been blessed to do it twice in my life. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Me personally, going to be uh, party with uh, close friends. The one actually thing that I wanted to ask you about. So yep. I, I'm not going to be, I'm going to have a headphone in my, in my ear and I'm going to be listening to, listening to somebody else instead of listening to the actual uh, game on the TV. I'll be listening to, uh, to Pat McAfee and his crew um, specifically because uh, they are entertaining and fun. And this is what I wanted to ask you. ESPN is terrible. I've heard you say it. And I've heard everybody that I talk to say it. It's hard to watch anything on ESPN these days. Yes. We're starting to see people like Pat and Barstool and some of these other um, these other companies really start taking off. I mean, they're yep. the ones that people want to listen to and watch these days. Period. I don't. I I get all. I, I watch Pat's show every day. 
Yep. That's who I consume. And then I come here and watch you after and listen to you afterwards. I mean, I, I have the ones that I picked out. I can't watch anything. I think ESPN has a few good personalities. I want them to get out of there and do their own thing because I can't watch their product anymore. It's terrible. Where do you think the sports journalism, media, all that is going to start going? And why is it that that Pat and his show and Barstool and some of these other groups, do you think, why are they taking over this space? Because it's unique and they do things that no one else does. And you, you know what? You bring a fabulous, fabulous point to this show. You know, I do a show on a network that Eric Burns, the former baseball player, and uh, one other gentleman started. It's called No Filter Network, right? And it's a phenomenal concept. It's exactly what it is. It's no filter. I do a show twice a week with Sean Salisbury, formerly of ESPN, the quarterback. And we, we talk about whatever we want. We don't have to worry about a boss being over our head. We can use coarse language if we want. We can talk about sensitive issues. We don't have to worry about you know, offending anyone. Um, and, you know, Eric Burns started this, like Burns, he does a show during baseball season. It's called Deuces Wild with him and Will Clark. And Will is, Will and Burnsy are like must see on this network. So you ask me where, where is it going? That's where it's heading. People are branching off and doing their own thing. People now realize with technology the way it is, you don't need to work for a big corporation. You don't need to have a boss. Now, Pat McAfee's show is, you know, he works with Sirius XM, but it's his own brand, and he doesn't really have anyone telling him what to do. Here's the deal. The reason why you like Pat McAfee is because you can't find that anywhere else. There is no other Pat McAfee. If you notice, right after Pat, you know, a show that I listen to is Chris Russo because Chris and I grew up together and we were best friends as kids. We grew up around the corner from each other. There really is no one out there like Chris Russo either. So you, you what makes these people great is they're unique and no one else is doing what they're doing. So you, you, Jeff, you hit on a fabulous point and that's exactly where I believe, look at podcasts. Like for instance, you look at Joe Rogan, whether you like Joe Rogan or not. Now think about this. This guy was able to make a hundred million dollars from doing a podcast. And now everyone is doing podcasts. Podcasts are real popular. I believe that by the end of this decade, talk radio may be obsolete. Because like you just said, you're listening to me on an app. You don't need to listen to me on a radio. I don't need to have a, a radio station for me to go out and put my brand out. You listen to me, as you said, every day right here on Listen App. And it's 2022. What do you think our medium is going to be like by the end of this decade, Jeff? There are things that aren't even invented yet that are going to be mainstream media that we all tune into. I wonder at the end of this decade if we're even going to be able to watch sports, Jeff, over the air. In other words, on the networks like NBC, CBS, and ABC. Maybe we'll just have our own app on our phone. We want to watch the uh, 49ers play the Rams. Boom, you hit a button on your phone, you pay five bucks, and the game comes right up on your phone. I, I'm just saying, I think that we could be looking at a whole different world of sports entertainment by the end of this decade. So two quick notes on that, and I hate giving ESPN credit, but I've got to do it real quick. UFC, they that's exactly what Dana, Dana, that's what Dana White did. He flat out went, I'm not putting this on network TV anymore. There's no reason to. They, they have right. a few events on ABC, but he flat out said, for all my non-pay-per-view, internet streaming. And so they put it on ESPN+. Plus. In my mind, people disagree with me. I think it's brilliant. 
That's, okay, now let me ask you, I since want. I don't watch that, educate me here. When it's on ESPN Plus, is that part of a service that you're already paying for or do you pay extra for it? Yeah, no, I so it's it's something I will say extra. I have okay. Disney because I've got little kids, so I, I have a package where I get okay. Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus all together. Um, but it's it's five bucks a month. So even if I didn't bundle, so I had it before I bundled it. I okay, five bucks a month, and I get to watch all the UFC events. Now you have to pay more for the uh, pay per view, and right. uh, I don't have eighty bucks lying around three times or twelve times a year. So I have to pick and choose what what uh, I understand. I watch, but but yeah, five bucks a month, and I get to watch every other week, and I get to watch and his contender series and his other shows he puts out. It's uh, in my mind, it was brilliant. It was a great okay. move. Um, the other thing that ESPN did that was brilliant, and it, I don't want to give them the credit. I want to give Peyton Manning the credit. Manning cast is the best Yo, thing great. to happen to football. Because Fabulous. And, and that's what I love about Pat show there. And, and there, there's other people, the Ryan Clarks, the Dan Orlovskis, yep. yep. They are the guys breaking the game down way more than we've ever seen before. I love and it. I love what they do. I just wish it wasn't on ESPN that they did it. Well, I'll, I'll, I, I, you know what? And I understand where you're coming from as far as Peyton and Eli, I, every, every time they were on, I watched it. I, I think the Monday night crew on ESPN is terrible. I think Steve Levy, <laughs> Brian Greasy and, and, and Riddick, I think they're terrible. I, name I, the last I, time it was good. What's that? I oh, said name I the last time it was good. You know, it's a great point. You know, you, you're, you're, you hit it on the head. It's been a long time. So yeah, you make a great point. I do believe that that's where we're heading with our sports entertainment. I think that's exactly where we're going. And I'm, I'm so happy that you brought this topic up because I have not talked about it here on Listen App. Hey, I, I'm going to jump off as well, uh, but from from audio, but the, I, I want to keep hearing you, so I'm going to jump off yep. the, the audio. Thank you, buddy. Have a great weekend. That was great stuff, man. You know, Jeff brings up some fabulous points. Think about that. He's going to watch the Super Bowl, but he's not going to be listening to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. He's going to be listening to Pat McAfee and that crew as they break down the game in their own way. So I, I find that fascinating. And it's the same thing, you know, Eric Burns and Will Clark did a lot of that during the playoffs in the World Series. You know, it was like a watch party. And it's fun. You know, I'm actually thinking of doing that after the All-Star break for a Kings game. And I was thinking of maybe, you know, inviting Jerry Reynolds on No Filter Network where, you know, we can talk about the game. Then you can actually join us on the stream. So it's just like Listen App, except for instead of audio on No Filter, it's video. So you just hit the link. You're on No Filter Network. And if you want to come on, all you got to do is hit that knock button, similar to what the hand icon looks like. And then we put you up in queue, and you are actually on the screen with me and Jerry or me and Sean Salisbury, whatever the case may be, and we're all watching the game together and we're commenting on the game. We're making comments, but we're not typing in our comments. We're, we're, we're looking at each other. And I believe that that's where we're heading with our sports medium. I'm just curious, would you like it if I did something like that? Would you like it if we have a watch party? 
And if I get a Jer- if I got Jerry on with us, you know, like how fun would that be to have me and Jerry doing a King's watch party where you just all join us and we watch the game together. We make comments on the game together. You come on with us, you know, and we just all hanging out. Or we could also do it right here on Listen App. We could do the same thing here. I could try it here on Listen App. You know, we could all be – the nice thing is I can put, you know, 25 people on stage with me. I wouldn't want to put 25 because we'd be talking all over each other. But, you know, I could put three or four on once, right, make comments. Then I put three or four more people on. And, you know, we're all having a roundtable discussion as we're watching the game. And, you know, that could be a blast, right? So what after we get done with the All-Star break, why don't I do that? You know, that might be fun to do. That that might be a lot of fun to do. Jeff's back with us. Jeff, what do you want to add to that? Please do. I like Katie, but please do. Okay. Like that. Let me ask be... you, Jeff, would it be better on Listen App or would it be better on internet like no filter? Or would it be good on both? Both. Both. Okay. I I, I think it would it would go fine either way. Uh, hopefully somebody else will chime in and, and actually agree, but Honestly, either way, the no filter, it's one of those that I haven't looked into. Um, started loving this listen app. Uh, okay. The the way of doing it here. But, yeah, I, I haven't jumped into the no filter. I'll have well, to get I'll tell you what, check it out as well. I'll, st- I'll do the first one here on listen app, and then we'll do the uh, next one on no filter. And I'll give you plenty of notice, all right, so you can check it out. And then, you know, I, one thing I'm going to need from you and everyone else that's on this app is to pass the word along so we can really make it into something big, okay? I know I know for a fact that we've actually got – I've got people telling me I can't wait to watch the next King game. When is the last time you heard anybody say that? Well, it's been, been a long, long time. time. Been a long time. <laughs> so Thanks, Jeff. I, love, look, love the feedback, buddy. Thank you. That's good stuff right there. I'll do that. Why don't we do that? All right. I'm going to pick out the next game that the Kings are on NBA TV because I got to do it on NBA TV. The next game that they're on NBA TV, I'll do that. So I got to look at the schedule and find out when the next time they're on NBA TV. That way we can all watch it in different areas. All right, Jerry, you're on with Grant. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Grant. Hey, listen, I just want to give you some feedback. I uh, love the idea of uh, doing a live uh game obviously with you interacting with the fans uh during the game it, you know i i obviously can't stand the current local broadcast right now so um you that. being involved would just be a plus um also i'd kind of like to recommend uh possible twitter as a platform um i know you got a lot of followers on there yep. and they, they actually have a sim- similar type of thing okay uh, where you can actually go live and um you know because I, I, I don't know how many people exactly know like you know, you doing it off the uh, Listen app, or yeah. um, obviously on the um, on your website. Yep. Um, I, I have seen a lot of people like it's basically like the same thing as here, but on Twitter, and I feel like that might reach a whole lot more people. It, it, um, you know, a, rather than like, cause yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I I love your suggestions because I'm I'm a uh, neophyte when it comes to technology. So like when you give me these ideas, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Because what happened yesterday was I actually have a friend who, you know, really enjoys listening to you. But he does say that, you know, hey, look, like the Listen app crashes. I can't get on there. 
And I'm like, you know, you might have to reinstall it. And then like, he's, he's just having a bunch of trouble. So I don't know if there's other people maybe in that same boat where maybe they can't get the listen app on their phone. Maybe they don't have the firmware. Um, I know everybody has Twitter. Um, I mean, you know, every phone's capable of having Twitter on, um, on their phone. And basically what it is, it's, it's the same exact thing of what you're doing right now, but on Twitter, you're reaching up everybody, you're reaching up all your listeners, or I'm, I'm sorry, not all your listeners, all your followers that you have on Twitter. And it'll say like, Hey, you know, I'm going live. Um, and then it's, it's literally the same thing as what you're doing right now, but on Twitter. So maybe that might be like another avenue you can try like for live games or, um, okay. just kind of in general when you're going live. I'll look into that. Uh, and as far as the app goes, I'm going to reach out to the people at listen app and see if they're getting any feedback from like your friend that said the app crashes or they're having trouble getting on because this is the first time Jerry that I've heard a comment like that. So like, I, I didn't know anything. Uh, this is all new to me. So I appreciate you uh, bringing that to my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. But uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, you uh, coming back to live games. It'll uh, definitely be a treat, but appreciate you having me on. Jerry, have a great weekend. Thank you. Hey, you too. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Hey, you too, buddy. That's good Thank stuff you. right there. Uh, you know what? I'm going to start doing that. So I'm going to look on the schedule the next game that the Kings are on NBA TV. So the next game they're on NBA TV, we'll do it, all right? And I'll put it out, and we can uh, watch the game together and comment on it. And then, you know, we can put a whole bunch of you on stage. I know that he, Jerry was just mentioning Twitter. I'll look into that, you know, and I'll, I'll mess around and see what might be the best platform to reach the most people. You know, I, I, I'm not familiar. I have to familiarize myself with how to do that on Twitter. No filter network. I'm 100% going to do it. I can just tell you that right now. I will be doing a game on no filter network. And I think that a lot of you like Jeff who have not checked it out, I think you're going to like it. Like I really do. I've done some pretty, I, I had a great show with Will Clark on there. I had a Brian Erlocker on there with me. We had, It was good. Sean Salisbury and I do a show twice a week. I'm telling you, it's great. I watch Bernsey and Will Clark all the time. Uh, it's really an interesting uh, format. I, I enjoy it a lot. All right, let's move along here on this busy Friday. And why don't we check in with Matt? Hello, Matt. How are you? Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, Matt. What's happening? Hey, uh, I got a question on the no filter. So I really like the listen app um, app. And I was wondering on the no filter, is the no filter ever going to have an app that way um, just to have it at the disposal of your phone? That is a fabulous question. I'll ask Bernsey that question. I don't know, but I will find out for you and I will pass that along on the next show on Monday. I know. And again, don't laugh when I say this, like before I come on and do my show on no filter, I put a link out on my I put a link right there on my Twitter account. So, boom, you hit the link and you're on. But I will find out, Matt, if there is going to be an app because you think that would be easy as pie, right? Oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, everyone's got one, right? It's how we're all listening to you and how it's all going to get spread, I think. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing, uh, just on the Twitter and social media, and ask, I'm one of, don't laugh at me now. I'm one of the ones who deleted all my stuff because of the downfall of our society, I believe, with social media. So I've 86 Twitter and all that. So, 
um, just, I don't know if other people are the same way or if I'm the only one like that, but just, the, you know what, Matt, if it weren't for my profession and me having an ability to reach people like you, even though you're not on Twitter, but a lot of people are, I would do the same thing. I think Twitter is the worst thing that's happened to our country in my 62 years of being on earth. I really agree. mean that. Yep. Agree. Twitter, Twitter has done more harm and more damage to our society than any other medium, period. I think Twitter has been the worst thing that I've seen happen. And I and I say that and I have it and I use it, but I will tell you if the the day I retire for good, and I'm not talking I'm not kidding you, the day I retire, I will make one more tweet and I will say, folks, goodbye. Throw the phone out there playing and right off. Yep. And you know what I'm gonna do? And don't laugh. I'm gonna take my phone and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a boat in the middle of the ocean and I'm going to throw it into the water. Okay. Like, you know what? I, like I'm, I'm taking all of my social media, Instagram, yep. Twitter, Facebook, and see you later. Goodbye. You know yep. what I mean? I'm, and I'm a, I'm a parent and my kids, they're oh. not, even, they're not even going to know about it. In my opinion. I mean, yeah. so it's just too I, bad. I'll tell you, Matt, my, I'll tell you this. I'm so happy you brought that up because yeah. I think the biggest challenge for parents now is that aspect of raising children in this day and age of social media. And my boys are 23 and 25. So I went through it to a degree, but it's even worse now. And I will tell you, if I had a young son or daughter, I really don't even know how I would combat that. Like I, I, and I really mean that I don't even know how I would police that. It's a very scary proposition for all parents now in my opinion we'll go back to nokia's and flip phones okay that's how i plan on doing it at least. Um, but then i won't be able to listen to you on the on the phone so i don't know what all right hey have uh, a good weekend right world is, it's got us. <laughs> you're killing me um, all right you thanks for the call yep. all right take care bye <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, I'm laughing, but I really shouldn't be laughing because it's really a sad, sad uh, commentary on our society. Oh my God. I needed that laugh, Matt. Thank you. All right. Let's get to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, I had to join you late because I was having problems signing on today too. I had to Turned my phone on, off and on. I finally figured it out. And really, and then I, and then I got you, got you, got it turned. Yeah, I went to click the on, and it was just going circle and circle and certain wouldn't come on. And then uh, I, I said, uh, "Hell, I'll just reload my phone, turn it on and turn it on, and sure." And then it finally got you. But anyways, do you have an iPhone or an Android? iPhone seven, iPhone seven plus. Okay. Yeah, iPhone All right, I'll, 7 I'll, I'm going to pass that along to the people that listen at. Yeah, so uh, you know, it took me a little while to figure it out, but I'm not Mr. Technology like you. But, anyways, uh, have you talked about uh, Joe Mixon yet? The run game of the Bengals yet? I, I have I not. Miss. Go ahead. What do you want to say about it? I haven't really talked. Well, I haven't gotten into the I, run game I'm, of Joe Mixon. I do, do Fanduel fantasy, and I'm debating yeah. on installing. Uh, it, it's a five-player format. You do your MVP, then you get four of the players, and uh, I just can't decide to uh, uh, put him in there or not because how they shut down the 49er running game. But Mixon usually goes for double points. 
He's a, you know, uh, he, I looked at his whole year. He's only had a couple off games, but right. he's really uh, good. I, my point is, is that if they get so far behind, they're not going to run. Yeah, I don't see them getting that far behind. And then you're right. If they do, then Mixon and the running game. See, if that's the case, the Bengals are not going to win because then Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and that front seven will tee off. And at that point, I don't think the Bengals would have a chance of coming back in the game. Right. Yeah, all the programs I've been watching the pre-Super Bowl, they're all saying that McVay is going to go for the throat early. He's going to throw, 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 and try and get ahead. And so forcing the Bengals to throw so the pass the pass uh, rush is, dominates. Well, I, I'm sure that that is what a lot of people are saying. Every team tries to get ahead. I mean, and McVeigh. Well, they're, they're, no. they're, saying, they're, they're saying they're just going to go, they're going to pass a lot. They're, right. they're going to just come out, just smoke. They're going to go bombs away. They're going to fire away. I understand what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thank you. Have a good Super Bowl. And I'm sorry I joined you late. Hey, Jeff, have a good weekend, and thanks for your per- persistence. I'll pass that along to the people that listen at. All right, thanks. Bob. Take care. I didn't know that. I really appreciate that. So uh, thank you very much to uh, those of you that have given me uh, some feedback. You know, also, you know, as it relates to this app, this is still a relatively new app. Uh, they've made some real strides, and they do have people that, are trying to fine tune and even work on this to hone in it even more. But I am in contact with the founders. And so matter of fact, the, 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 the gentleman's listening right now, Paul, uh, Paul, I don't know if you just joined us, but a couple of people have said that they had trouble getting on today, uh, including that last caller, Jeff, that it took several times, you know, had to turn his phone on off, uh, that they really had trouble logging on. And then I had another caller, uh, that said the same thing. So I will just tell you this, the people that listen app are great. They really are. And when there are any issues, they are working on it. And I can only know about these problems if you bring them to my attention. Because if you bring them to my attention, then I can give the same feedback to the people that listen app so that we can all get on and get on easily and enjoy this. So I really appreciate uh, the feedback. Don't ever be afraid to give me feedback, whether it's good or bad or whatever the case may be. Because the reality is I want to make it easy for you to listen with quality sound, easy for you to log on. So, Jeff, thank you for letting me know and thank you for your persistence of trying to get on today. All right. So uh, I know you joined late because you couldn't get on. But I appreciate you trying, and thank you very much uh, for your support. Again, if you want to get in on the program today, uh, hit your hand icon, and I'll put you up on stage, put you on cue, uh, and we will do this. Monday, uh, same time, 3 o'clock Pacific, we will break down the Super Bowl. Uh, The Kings tomorrow are in Washington to start a trip. Then they go to Brooklyn. Of course, the big trade there, Brooklyn is in Miami tonight. They've lost 10 in a row, and they're going to lose tonight. So that will be 11 in a row and or tomorrow night, not tonight, tomorrow night. There's no way I see them beating Miami. And then we'll see who's playing. You know, I heard that Curry and Drummond are uh, doubtful for tomorrow. Don't even have any idea about Simmons. So, 
you know, the Kings really, I mean, if you're going to be objective about this, the Kings should win their next two games. They're, they really should. Both these teams stink right now, both Washington and Brooklyn. And even one and one would not be good. One and one would not be good. Got to go two and oh on these next two games. All right. You can't say, well, you know, you take a split on the road before you get to Chicago. Uh-uh. Not when you're playing teams like this. Both these teams stink. They're terrible. So, you know, you got to go in there and uh, win uh, both games. So Monday, uh, 3 o'clock, we'll do that uh, every day next week. And then I'm going to pick out, you I know, mean, it's the All-Star break after this week. So after the All-Star break, I'm going to look at the schedule and I'm going to pick out a game that the Kings are playing on NBA TV and then we'll do it. All right. And you'll know exactly when it's going to be, and we'll have a lot of fun. All right, let's get to Jerry on Listen Up. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How you doing today? Good, Jerry. What's happening? Hey, I uh, just wanted to just let you know, too, that I also had a problem uh, getting on to your show today. So I had to uh, reboot my phone and came back. Everything was fine. But uh, so, yeah, uh, just wanted to just let you know that. And, Grant, one more thing. Uh, you know, where do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up at? I hope he ends up with a good team because I think the guy is underappreciated. I don't know where he is going to end up, but I I hope it's with a good team. I think there are going to be teams that are very interested in going after him. I, I really do. I think the market for him is going to be pretty good, and it, which would be good for the 49ers. Let's be let's be honest. You know, could you see him going to Tampa Bay? I could. Yes, I could. Absolutely. They've got a very good team. Uh, they're built pretty well uh, they got very good wide receivers uh i wouldn't rule it out i would not rule it out what do you think san francisco could get for him mm, that's a fabulous question i've heard it debated definitely not a number one that's for sure that's not going to happen but I, I think you could get you know a pretty decent uh pick i mean listen if you're tampa what are your options right now this is not a good draft for quarterbacks you don't have a good pick anyway uh, there aren't a lot of good existing quarterbacks that are going to be available. Maybe Garoppolo is a good option for Tampa. You know, that's a very good question. Thanks for your time, Grant. Always. Ha Jerry, have a great weekend. Appreciate it. All right. So I really appreciate Jerry. Again, telling me he had trouble getting onto the app today as well. I will uh, pass that on. Actually, Paul knows the uh, gentleman from listen app was listening. And so he, he got the word, but I'll also uh, talk to him uh, after uh, the program. All right. Uh, before we adjourn for today, if you want to get on, hit the hand icon, uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Uh, if you want to talk about anything else, again, I'm happy to take your phone calls on any topic. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here with Cody. Hello, Cody. How are you? Good, Grant. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, perfect. First time I can hear you and you can hear me. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to say I, I think Cincinnati Bengals will win on Sunday. And I think they're going to do it with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, the backup tight end. And they're, I, don't, I don't see the Rams having a strong run game in this game. Maybe they'll get after Burrow, but I'm sure they're they're prepping him to get the ball out of his hands quick. What do you think on that? 
I think you're 100% correct. They've got two weeks to game plan. They understand the front seven of the Rams can create problems. And I, I believe Burrow is going to get the ball out of his hands quickly. I think you're spot on. I think you're absolutely spot right. on. And on top of that, I think if you had to pick an MVP of the game, I see Evan McPherson, the kicker. Yep. He <laughs> is lights out. He had one bad game in Green Bay. I think he's going to be a big factor in this game. And as well as Matt Gay, we'll see. Hopefully yep. he'll, he'll do good, but we'll see. You know, it's interesting you say that, Cody, because I said the same thing to Sean Salisbury on my podcast today about oh. McPherson. I, I think he could be a real key in this game, no question. I mean, he's almost like automatic from 57, 58 yards in. That's a big weapon to have. Absolutely. And hey. uh, as far as the Kings trade for yep. Sabonis, I love it. I'm sorry, uh, Halliburton, he's not proven yet. We'll see. if he, Maybe he'll be an all-star one day, but right now Sabonis, he's proven. And the yep. Kings have not had a big center like that since DeMarcus Cousins, yep. who can shake and shake and bake under the basket. We hoped Marvin Bagley would be that guy, but he never panned out. So I like that trade a lot. Cody, you're spot on, man. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, okay? okay? I'll see you, Grant. Take care. Enjoy yep. the game. Hey, thank you, buddy. It's good stuff right there from Cody. And again, I'm going to pass on uh, some of the uh, things that we've discussed today. Uh, to the people at Listen App. So I really appreciate that. Any comments that you can pass on to me to make this better, uh, we'll do that. And then I'll get a game on NBA TV. We'll watch it together uh, right here on Listen App. Maybe I'll try it on Twitter once, but I'll start here and then we'll work our way to uh, No Filter Network for a game. And then I'll see about doing it on Twitter. But listen, if we can do this and have a lot of fun watching the games together and we can interact, Maybe we got something here, right? Maybe we got to have a lot of fun. And let's just say maybe the Kings get a couple of games under their belt and, you know, fans get more excited and we can really build it up here and have a lot of fun with Listen App. I'm all for that. I think it would be great, you know. I'm in, Listen, I, I'm in uh, uncharted waters right here. Like, you know, two years ago, I didn't think I'd be doing a show on Listen App and No Filter Network, okay? I didn't think I'd be doing a podcast, but you know what? Life changes. Sometimes you get thrown a curveball, and you got to figure out how to hit it out of the park. So I haven't hit I haven't hit it out of the park yet, but I'm trying to hit it out of the park. And more importantly, and I really mean this, you know, for the people that are listening, if you can pass the word along, whether it's your social media account or to friends, family members, and let them know that I'm doing this every day at three o'clock. Uh, I, I would be greatly appreciated because that's how we build this up. And that's how we could have a, you know, maybe a three hour show every day. I mean, I, I'm all for that. I've got a couple of really good ideas from a listener. Forrest uh, sent me an email the other day. He gave me some fabulous ideas. I'm going to talk to him next week about making this better. So like I'm trying to think outside the box, but your feedback is really important to me because a lot of times you're thinking differently than I am and I need to hear what you have in mind because I want to make this perfect for you and for the masses. But you, what you can do for me in the meantime is pass the word on because I'm telling you, my goal, I want to take over Sacramento again. All right. I want to be just the way I used to be. And it's not ego. It's because I miss my audience and I miss interacting with you 
and others. But there are a lot of people at Sacramento that still don't know that I'm doing this. So that's why I need you to help me pass the word out so that instead of listening to, I don't even know why you would listen to anything in the afternoon in Sacramento, but you won't have to because I'm going to provide everything that you want every day here on Listen App. So pass the word. It would mean a lot to me. And then I'll do the show for a couple of hours every day, you know, and I'll have guests on. That's what I want to do. So like, you know, once we build up the audience to a certain number, then I call and get a guest on just like we did on the radio, you know, whoever I need on, I'll just go, Hey, listen, could you come on today? Boom. Have them go on listen app. I'll put them on with me and that would be great. You know, I'm really excited about the possibilities here on listen app, but I, I, the suggestions from you are welcome. Welcome. Even if they're bad, whatever, what I mean, bad, even if it's negative, if you, if I'm doing something you don't like, let me know, you know, I want to make this perfect for the masses. But again, what you could do for me is pass the word on. And cause this has been a really good week on this app, you know, the NBA trade deadline. And then after the Super Bowl. You know, we're not going to have football to talk about until the draft. So I'm going to come up with some creative ideas like watch parties so that we can all come together and, you know, we're watching a game and talking about it. And then I'm going to get into some real important issues that are facing our country. You know, again, you know, last week talking about Snoop Dogg and the lyrics with rap music and the genre of different music. You know, we had a great conversation. I thought that was a great show. Maybe my favorite show that I've done. And then the three-hour show that I had on this week, Wednesday, you know, with the big trade with the Kings and the Pacers, that was great. You know, it reminded me of the way it used to be on my radio show. So I'm all for it. You know, as I said, I'm not getting paid to do this show at the moment. I've been doing this show on my own time for free because I want to build it up. And I want to connect with you because I miss talking to you every day. Like it's part of my, think about this. It was part of my life for 26 years, every day, Monday through Friday. I was talking to you. You were listening to me. You were calling me up. I did that for 26 years. Like it's what I know. It's what I liked. It was part of my life. I want that life back. And if I can do that here on listen app and make it work where you know, we build up this audience that we can do all sorts of things. We can have watch parties. I can have guests. You know, we can have roundtable discussions. I can throw out a topic out and go, hey, on Wednesday, we're going to be talking about this topic. All right. I need five people that want to debate it. All right. Let me know if you'd like to be one of those five. And then I'll put you up on stage with me and we'll have a roundtable discussion on an important topic. Like there are all types of things uh, that we can do. So I'm, I'm excited about this. I really am excited about this, and uh, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you being with me. And listen, it's not its not where you were. It's where you're heading. And I'm heading for good things, and I want you to be with me, okay? And then we'll figure it out when we get there. We will, we'll figure it out, all right? But as Matt said, or excuse me, when Jeff called and talked about, you know, social media is not part of his life anymore, and – he didn't know about no filter and that he's going to watch the Super Bowl on Sunday and listen to Pat McAfee. And, you know, this this is 
this is a new world that we're dealing with here. You know, again, the Manning cast, that's where sports media is heading. We're going to have choices. We have choices now. So I love it. Absolutely love it. It's great stuff. Really fabulous stuff. All right, so for the record, I'm going with Cincinnati on Sunday. I'm picking the Bengals. I don't have a rooting interest in this game, but I like picking the underdog. So I'll take the four and a half points. I'll take the Bengals, and I'll also take the under. So if you're smart right now, you will run, and you will throw everything you have on the Rams and the over, okay? If you really want this to be a good weekend, you go against what I say. But for the record, I'm taking the Rams, or excuse me, the Rams. I'm losing my freaking mind. I'm taking the Bengals and the under, all right? And then on Monday, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about the Kings against the Wizards and anything else that's happened uh, over the weekend. All right, we're going to break for the weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you for your suggestions. Thank you for your support. You all are awesome. This is a good week right here. We had a really good week, a really good week. And I can't thank you enough for making it such a great week. Hey, have a fabulous weekend. Enjoy Super Sunday. And we'll be back here Monday, 3 o'clock on Listen App. Grant Napier saying, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.